We are spiritual beings living the human experience. So it makes sense, right, that our journey in life, one of many, has to be towards wellness. All experiences, good and not so good, eventually lead us to arrive at our authentic self through the paths that we choose to take. Healing begins when we bravely choose a path, a new path that leads us back to our authentic self. Hi, and how are you? Hope that you're doing well in this time of uh, uncertainty. We're still there, we're still in the COVID crisis. But globally, we see that things are starting to change. One of the biggest changes that I've seen is that people are coming together more and more. We see a lot of changes in the way people are reacting and not reacting towards each other and to themselves. I, for one, being locked down for so long, um, I've come to a realization, and that realization is that I have different emotions that I wake up with every day, seems to be a different day, and where do I go from here? What do I do today? I mentioned earlier on in one of my other episodes that um, I really started podcasting because I wanted to, something that I've had in mind for quite some time and something that I thought would help me on the road to helping me to talk about and to to release some of the stuff that's in me and my journey in this lifetime and how it's helped me by understanding other people. So I woke up this morning feeling sadness and this is something that I wanted to speak about because I had to explore my feelings, something that for many of us it is hard to do, to actually look into the sadness of why we feel sad, that emotion that some people would call very negative. But I believe that sadness, you know, it, it's got its place and we have to honour that. And But first of all, recognising that sadness is something that sometimes comes up from our past experiences. So every path that we've walked, especially from childhood to where we are today, leads us to where we are right now. So when I think about, when I woke up this morning, I thought, why do I feel sad? Um, I remember going to sleep and thinking about a picture of myself when I was 13. And when I looked at this picture, um, which was the day before, it must have lodged in my subconscious. It must have brought something up because that picture represented a very strange mask. And that mask was one of um, confusion and certainty survival, trying to get through, trying to be happy on the outside, when in, in fact on the inside, I wasn't happy, I was, I was quite sad. Things were happening in my life, things had happened to bring me to a place at the age of 13 where I had the opportunity to start changing the way I thought about things. So my escapism through going out with my friends and finding my surrogate family. And that's what I think we do. We find our surrogate family. And um, we try to define the world through our eyes, not through the experiences that we've had. So going back to that picture, when I looked at it, 
there were there was myself and three friends, three three school friends, and one of them was very naughty. She was very confident, very outgoing. The other one was very out there. You know, she wasn't afraid to do anything, take chances. She was quite naughty at school. You know, I remember she always used to get told off. And then I looked at the other friend. Um, it was particularly very quiet. But then when I looked at myself, I saw in the background. I, I just wanted to fade away. It was a photograph that was taken very spontaneously by an urban photographer at the time. We're talking now about 1969, going way back.、Um, so we didn't have Facebook. We didn't have social media like we have today. And I remember this guy was just out and about in Bristol, just taking pictures of people. Walking up and down, and us three happy girls were on the way to、uh, a teenager disco. So I remember him asking us to stand and、um, to pose, and I remember thinking, "Oh no, no, I'm going to be exposed because I'm not happy right now." But I put on that happy face and、um, I pushed my sadness down, pushed my sadness down, put on my happy face, and hey presto. Picture tells a thousand stories. So when we when we think about sadness, one of the things I want to ask today is, why do you feel sad? Why do you wake up and have a particular、um, feeling of sadness or uncertainty or uneasiness? Something sometimes that you can't even put your finger on, but you just feel sad. Well, remember that if you know anything about the astral plane, the astral plane is connected directly to the heart center. So our heart is where we hold most of our life stories, our life experiences, all the paths that we walk, everything that's happened to us, and the painful stuff we push down. We push it down because it's too painful at the time, especially when the base chakra is forming. We push it down because it's too painful to actually deal with. An early time in life, especially at that time when I was thirteen, my whole experiences was trying to fit in, trying to be in a world that wasn't so kind. But what the What the blocks? How the blocks are created at the heart center is purely through the painful experiences that we push down, and then we 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 we, we find it hard to to reconnect. This is where therapy comes in later in life. Although nowadays a lot of young people are going to therapy earlier and earlier, and I think that's great. That is absolutely fabulous because I know at fourteen, if I had sat in front of my therapist, what would I have said to her? I would have been so full of shame and so full of self-disgust and so full of self-hatred, believing that everything that had happened to me prior to that time was my fault, which I did. So when I now when I look and understand how the heart chakra has so much to do with、um, what we hold, if you're open, if you believe in past life experiences, I certainly do. Then you know there's other lifetimes that we've had experiences 
that are still lodged there that lie unconscious until we're ready to activate them, to bring them into the current life crisis or situation that can explain sometimes why we are the way we are, why our defenses are so strong. And that's another thing, speaking about defenses, we defend our heart because we defend the pain, we defend the wound. If something's happened to us that has been so exp- so painfully, um, we've been so unable to express that pain, then we guard it. Our wound becomes something that we start to guard, not consciously, of course. And I think any psychiatrist will tell you that being in touch with feelings is a good thing. So coming back to sadness, let's give our sadness a happy face. So what would you call your sadness? If you had to rename it, what would you call it? I think I would call my sadness my friend. My friend that came to me at a very early age in my life and helped me to understand that there's joy, but the sadness is something that if we allow ourselves to accept our sadness, it actually becomes our friend because later on in life, we can actually pull that friend to the forefront of our mind and we can start to honor her and or him and to accept accept them for who they are. Looking at the way sadness was born, looking at the story, we carry that story, which then becomes a physical, imbalance. When we start to get ill on a physical level or a mental level, the sadness can be a useful tool to help us to identify why we got sick. Now there's not a lot of people that understand the the tier of holistic health. And I think once you start to understand the mind, body, spirit approach, you can start to look and change the thought process. I studied um, and became a integral core therapist some years ago, but the core therapy training was over eight years. And through those eight years, what I had learned was my integral core beliefs were that I was not good enough. I was an embarrassment to the world. I wasn't acceptable. I wasn't lovable. And when I look back now at my story, wow, 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 we, what a story, what a life I've had. And I can see that my sadness has brought me to where I am now, sitting at my kitchen table and talking to the world about my sadness, but also aligning it alongside all the good things that have happened to me. Um, I'd love to hear from anyone that has any questions because I want to, as I go through the different episodes, I want to start to get more um, in line with talking about our personal development and how our spiritual development comes as a way of going through our experiences.
So as I've always said, you know, our experiences in life lead us to our authentic self. Now, if we choose to be with our sadness, if we choose to explore our sadness, then we can start to eventually start to look at forgiveness. We can't forgive others until we have forgiven ourselves. And this is something that I learned um, <clears throat> through A Course in Miracles. And through A Course in Miracles, it teaches you that every forgiveness that we give ourselves, we eventually are able to give to those that we believe have hurt us. Because ultimately, our belief system is what shapes our perception of the world. So if my perception is that you know, my rapist or my abuser um, hurt me, then that is going to keep me stuck in my my victim alliance. I'm going to be aligned with aligned with my victim that eventually we have to choose, do I do I want to be this victim for the rest of my life or at the age that I am now, do I want to break free? and see my sadness as part of a tool that I have to to use to activate my joy. Now, that might sound to some people a little bit kind of confusing. Um, Eckhart Tolle, he talks about um, beyond thinking mind in his book, Stillness Speaks. And he says that finding that dimension frees you and the world from the suffering you inflict on yourself and others when the mind made little me is all you know and runs your life. Love, joy, creative expansion and lasting inner peace cannot come into your life except through that unconditioned dimension of consciousness. He goes on to say that if you can recognize even occasionally the thoughts that go through your mind are simply thoughts, if you can witness your own mental emotional reactive patterns as they happen, then that dimension is already emerging in you as the awareness in which thoughts and emotions happen. The timeless inner space in which the content of your life unfolds. The stream of thinking, he adds, has enormous momentum that can easily drag you along with it. Every thought pretends that it matters so much. It wants to draw your attention to completely. It wants to draw your attention in completely. So here is a new spiritual practice for you. Don't take your thoughts too seriously. I love that, and anyone that uh, follows Eckhart Tolle will know that he's a master at bringing spontaneously something to you that you can think about. And he opens something up inside of you. He opens up something inside of me that helps me to really have to dig. And that's the other thing, digging down through the layers of the thought process. So. When we wake up and sadness is at the beginning of our consciousness, then, you know, let's look at that emotion. Let's find where that's coming from. Going back to that picture um, 
what I looked at the day before, the sadness that I saw in that picture, first of all, it made me want to walk away from it. It made me want to look away um, because that was part of my life that I know was very sad. But the more now as the adult self that I am, the more that I can choose to actually look at that picture and reframe it and actually talk to the picture, talk to the little me and tell her that she's safe, that she is the child that she was then, didn't do anything wrong, that she is the child, can accomplish anything that she wants. When we start to talk to our inner child, um, and I, I do this with, with clients, giving them a tool or an exercise to connect to their inner child. So by connecting to our child self, by looking at that picture, what I did was able to understand why she was sad. Now, as the adult that I am, I have the space and the capacity to look at the person that was looking after me, my mother. And I can look at her issues and look at her sadness, which I think as children, we absorb. We absorb our parents' happiness. We absorb our parents' spontaneous um, lust for life. But we also, um, we can take from our parents their belief system. Parents nowadays are different to the parents of old. Parents of old didn't have therapists the way that we have therapists today to sit down and actually be able to voice, you know, our innermost deepest thoughts, to bring our pain to life. And actually by bringing it to life to start to ease the burden that we have, that we carry. So I want you to, I want to leave you today with, um, with that thought in regards to sadness and the emotion that most of us don't like. But seeing sadness is a way of actually activating something deeper. Because when we go down through sadness, when we keep going down through the pain, when we actually connect to the wounding of our core self, of our core being, then we can open, we can see that that wound opening. And what we inject into that wound is self-love. Self-love and self-care. And as I've said before, that can come in many ways. But it starts by maybe hopping out of bed and actually sitting in front of the window or sitting in a space that you can look into nature. You can look at something. You can look at a blue sky. You can look at the ocean. Wherever you are in the world, whatever your position is, if you're poor, if you're rich, if you're cultured, if you're cultivated in so much, you can choose wherever you are in the world to actually begin a new journey from where you are right now, because it starts from where you are right now. It doesn't start from your past. It starts from where you are right now, but by using the past as a, a way of seeing where you've been, and where you are now and more importantly how you want to set your intention at this point at this point to move into your future 
and we don't know what the future holds right now, but I do know that it has to be a better future than one that we've had up to now. The 21st century we've gone into, and we've gone into it in some ways, that is leading us to a whole new way of being. But before we can get to the light completely, we have to know the dark. We have to know the darker quarters of our innermost being to help us to understand that life is beautiful. We have that journey in front of us. We have that journey that we can walk and eventually it can lead us to arrive at the authenticity of ourself where we're not afraid to actually embrace our joy, to actually allow ourselves to be happy. I remember thinking, few years ago, looking over my shoulder and thinking, actually, there's no drama. There's no drama in my life. And what's that about? Because I'm so used to having some sort of drama or expecting it, and almost to the point of actually inviting it. And, you know, that still happens because remember that we are humans. Um, we are spirits living the human experience. So take that away with you and think about sadness as a way of going into something and coming out with something that you can actually give some life to, making choices that fit your purpose and your intention. Thank you for being with me today. Um, I'm looking forward to bringing guests into my shows and uh, we'll be talking to a couple of people that I've got lined up that I've had some life experiences, very deep life experiences, deep traumas that have brought them to where they are today, that are living very happy lives, but um, using their sadness to actually help to bring their story to the world, to help especially women young women, young girls, to actually say, you know, I'm safe, I'm okay, I can make choices that are based on where I am right now. So I send you love, I send you blessings and peace, and I pray that you and your family, your loved ones, are all safe and well. Take care, until next time, um, I'm leaving you with uh, also to remind you that you can go to my YouTube channel, Wellness Journeys, um, and my Instagram page, Wellness Journeys, and my Facebook page, Wellness Journeys. But my website, um, wellnessjourneys.co.uk, lots more info there, and I look forward to being with you soon. Take care and bless.